0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, most people are missing out on savings apparently because, well, we don't shop around uh, when choosing our bank, and we do not consider switching. It's according to a new report from the ESRI today, which I think confirms what most of us already knew: that we are terrible for this. We are terrified of doing this. Our reporter Moray Cleary was out and about asking people if they are switchers
1: it seems it appears to be too awkward to do it so um, and then when you've all your direct debit set up and everything else is just just a little bit too awkward and when people say apparently that we're missing out on big savings what's the thoughts on it? thoughts are that you don't make a lot of money from the banks anyway so I mean what are the big savings little or nothing that's it I haven't really thought too much about changing banks I've stuck with the same bank for a long time how long have you been at your bank would you say? Oh, I'd say about 15 years, probably. 15 years, easily, yeah. Mm. And they say that um, we're apparently missing out on savings because we don't shop around for banks. Well, two of the banks are after leaving, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, people are going to be changing because of mortgages and all that. But, um. No, I. No, I think I'm comfortable where I am, though. You know, i have never really taught that much about it to feel that I have to change, you know. But then again, with interest rates going up and everything going up. Nobody knows really what's going to happen in you know? them. It's, everybody's kind of like...
0: All right, uh, everybody uh, is terrified of switching. It seems that uh, Conor Pope, consumer affairs correspondent the Irish Times is with me. Connor, when I was 16, I walked into the Bank of Ireland on Parliament Street in Kilkenny and I opened an account and that's where I've done my banking ever since. Expe- except a brief sojourn, first week of college... 2001, when I opened an AIB account so I could get a free Siemens phone, I put a tenner in the account and I never closed it. Probably still there somewhere with a tenner floating around it at £10. So whatever that is in euro, €12 euro something, I'd wager I'm fairly typical, am I?
1: Oh, jeepers, uh, Kieran, it's exactly the same story with myself. Except I ended up sticking with the bank. I went into a bank in UCG when back in the late nineteen eighties. They were offering a ten euro overdraft, which I could use to buy three bottles of cider. So I bought. <laughs> I I I, I start. I joined that bank, and I have been with them ever since. And I have to think I have to say to myself, that was the. Best investment of a tenor by a bank, I'd say, in the history of mankind, because they get they gave me the tenor, and thirty years later, or, uh, I, I'm still with the same bank. And I suspect that an awful lot of your listeners have very similar stories, because we're loath to change banks. Now, according to these new figures from the ESRI, they conducted this survey on on behalf of the Department of Finance, and those figures suggested that around six percent of people change their their mortgages or their loans, whereas around seventeen percent of people change their current accounts. Now, that would suggest actually, while those figures are pretty bad, they would actually suggest that nearly one in five people are changing their current mm. accounts. Now, the reality is much, 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 much lower than that. Oh. And the reason why it was 17% in the study is, of course, as one of your uh, contributors pointed out there, KBC yes, yes. and Ulster Bank have left the market. So a huge number of people had no choice but to change banks. But in a normal, normal year, the numbers of switchers has been historically incredibly low. And It always struck me, like, there's literally or virtually nothing a bank would could do that would make people switch. And I always think back to that time, I think it was maybe 10 or 11 or 12 years ago, when for a, pe- for a period of weeks during the summer, Ulster Bank effectively stopped functioning as a bank. Because they had these huge huge, huge computer <laughs> yeah, glitches. Yeah. People couldn't get money into their accounts. People couldn't take money out of their accounts. And the actual frontline staff in Ulster Bank were great and they were helping people out and they were the counter services came into their own. But the, but the computer systems in the Bank of Scotland, the Royal Bank of Scotland, melted down. And as a result, the bank couldn't function. There was a Rock hearings and all sorts of things about it. And I thought at the time, well, that's it now. People are just going to be leaving Ulster Bank in their. Tens of thousands, as a result of this mess up, the reality is virtually nobody left the bank because they just said, "Asher, oh, sure, they're all the same." Mm. Now, the thing is, for some, in some instances, like they are all the same, and I and I mean no disrespect to the banks out there, but you know, if, if you're just talking about your current account, yeah, you you can make certain small savings by switching from bank A to bank B, and um, and you know, the, some bank might charge you know forty cent for a particular transaction, the other bank might charge fifty cent, but the reality is that the the bank charges imposed by the banks are broadly similar yeah. when it comes to maintaining a, you know a regular current account but the real savings are, are are come into into play when it comes to mortgages when it comes to credit cards when it comes to to loans because you know and you know we're kind of in a in a in a slightly different environment now with the european central bank increasing the rates and and the fixed rates that were on on the table 18 months ago been taken off the table but you know there was a time 18 months ago when you could have you know switched from a pillar bank bank of ireland aib on a variable rate paying three and a half four percent to another bank where you would have got a fixed rate for less than two percent for your mortgage now when you think of the differentials there you'd, you'd be saving thousands of euros by making yeah. a switch at that time yet people didn't do it and the reason why most people don't switch banks is the reason why most people don't switch anything it's because it's they perceive it to be too complicated yeah it's and it's the, it's, sad the, it's, reality- the re,
0: it's the reason connor that i take my shoes off at the front door and leave them there and i don't put them in the utility room it's inconvenient <laughs> P- people crave convenience I'm just really jealous that you have a utility room. I dream of owning a utility room. But
1: you're absolutely right. And it's, it's, but I, I think like when it comes to utilities, when it comes to your health insurance, when it comes to your cornflakes, people are very reluctant to switch. But with banking, it's even more problematic because people are afraid that if they switch, well, then their wages might get paid into their account or they might miss direct debits or they might miss standing orders. And the thing is, the central bank recognized this years and years ago so it 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 made all of the banks in ireland operate to a switching code and the switching code effectively is supposed to operate like this i ring my bank and say listen lads that 10 euro overdraft you gave me 30 years ago i spent it now i drank the I cider <laughs> the cider's long since gone i want to move on and um, and, and and they then communicate with the bank that I've elected to sign up to. And, you know, all of the direct debits are, are, are organised that way. And and the switching code does kind of work. And it is probably easier than a lot of people think to switch from bank A to bank B. Um, but the reality is it's still more complicated than switching your gas provider or your, your electricity provider. But the thing about the, the mortgages, when, when it comes to switching mortgages, I mean, one of the simplest things that you could do is, and I've spoken to mortgage brokers about this, is you hand over the work to them. So, you know, and and I've spoken to people in the mortgage broking industry and like the complex thing, if you want to switch your mortgage from company A to company B, the complex thing is collecting all the paperwork. So you have to get your bank statements, you have to get your wage, you know, you have a salary cert from your employer. And, you know, they reckon that you could put three or four days into collecting all of the paperwork. And then you just give the paperwork to a broker and say, okay, you find me a better deal. And. and if they find you a better deal brilliant if they don't find you a better deal well then you don't switch and you've lost nothing and so but if they do find you a better mm. deal the potential saving, savings on the table for a mor- for someone with a mortgage are absolutely massive I mean when you think that you might be on a rate of 4% and you could switch even now to a rate of 3% well you know over the lifetime of 3 or 4 or 5 years of a fixed rate mortgage that, that's a significant saving but again people are you know they're loath to put their shoes in the utility room they're loathed to make any kind of changes because sometimes they perceive it to be more <laughs> harder work than it is
0: <laughs> You sound like my wife I mean it's just that the utility room's all the way over there and my, my shoes All the way over here. It's just so much easier. Anyway, Connor Pope, consumer affairs correspondent at the Irish Times. Uh, Connor, thanks a million uh, for joining us. We're going to come back to that story a little bit uh, later. Talk about what types of deals uh, mortgage brokers might get you. The hard shoulder with Kieran Coady with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.